Welcome to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies with John Balserac. John has been in the financial services industry for over 20 years and has dedicated his business career to helping families accomplish their financial goals by focusing on their core values, which involve balance and clarity of all four asset classes, financial, intellectual, social, and human. Contact John Balserac at 888-949-7475 or on the web at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. And now here's John to help you create lifestyles and build legacies. And welcome back to another show of creating lifestyles and building legacies. My name is John Balzerak with A4 Wealth Advisors, and we want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in today. Uh, today's show is going to be called Housing for Your Retirement. And there are many different expenses that people face in retirement. And maybe you finally uh, buy that dream car you've always wanted, or you pick up a new uh, expensive hobby. But no matter what fun things uh, that you decide to do in retirement, there are other prohibitive expenses that you should be aware of, especially when planning for your financial future. Uh, often overlooked, but a major cost out there is housing. So this is a, this should be a really good topic. I know we have a lot of clients out there and listeners out there that maybe have more than one home. Uh, I know that according to an article published by uh, US News called The High Cost of the Retirement Dream, is that housing is typically the largest cost that retirees face. Yep. Averaging over $14,000 among people ages 65 and older, Tony. Yeah. This also includes about $5,200 per year for own property versus about $1,800 for renting apartments, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, the times have changed. You know, the American dream is all about owning a house, and I get it. But, uh, you know, things have become a lot more expensive today than they used to be. And, you know, aside from the mortgage or rent payments, there are several other living expenses that people need to plan for in their retirement. So I think that housing being the biggest expense for many retirees out there or pre-retirees, uh, it's an important piece of the retirement planning plan itself. And you need to be aware and make sure that you have a plan in place that's right for you and your finances and that you can afford it. Otherwise, this can derail your plan. Yeah, it can. It can derail it fast. And John, thanks for that. This is going to be a great topic. I want to thank you for having me on the show again today. And I have a lot of questions for you when it comes to this. And I think a lot of people struggle with paying for housing or uh, they forget to figure it into their retirement income expenses and plans. So this is a good one. But first, A4 Wealth, how's everything going there? Everything is outstanding. You know, um, you know. I know that we, we shoot this, or the show goes, uh, it runs on Saturday morning, of course, at 9.05, and we shoot it midweek. But, you know, the government election, uh, the presidential election, you know, what an event. And, you know, we have a lot of listeners out there. You know, some are, are conservatives, uh, others are, you know, some are Democrats, some are Republicans. And, as a bipartisan view, Tony, it's amazing because last night when, when the vote was changing uh, from Hillary over to Donald Trump, the markets or the futures were actually down over 800 points. Wow. And uh, today, today the market's up over 200 points. That's a thousand point swing. 
So, you Unbelievable. know, so whether you're a Democrat or Republican or a Libertarian or Independent, whatever it may be, it seems as if now that because we finally have an elected president and that they have, you know, the Republicans are, like you said, in control of all the different branches of government, the executive, the judicial, uh, the House, the Senate and the presidency, that hopefully things will get done. Um, and, you know, if you are a Democrat out there and it was a tough loss for you, you know, give Donald Trump a chance. Give him a chance and, and give his uh, all his elected cabinet a chance. And I'm hoping to see real change. I'm hoping to see the deficit go down. The deficit's been on a lot of our clients' mind. And we're going to talk about housing and debt today. But, the, but our country's been in debt. And yeah. I, I think it's also important to say, listen, the you know, market seemed to have stabilized. And if there's less regulation and lower taxes, uh, and there's a real focus on actually growing the GDP or the economy above 2%, I'm just going to tell you listeners out there, we could have a very, very bullish future. Whether you like uh, Donald Trump or not is beside the point, but there's just a lot of pros and positives out there that I just hope listeners will have an open mind. Uh, you know, Hillary Clinton spoke this morning and she talked about having an open mind and giving the Trump organization or the Trump presidency and his cabinet an actual chance. So I think that that's a, it's a historic day for any of those who stayed up until three in the morning. Tony, I'm not sure what time you were up till last night. <laughs> Pretty late. Um, Pretty late. Into, but, you the know, wee, into the wee hours. Yeah. So you know, there's a lot of clients. Oh my God. You know, if this person gets in, it's going to crash. If this person, listen, Google and IBM and Microsoft, they're not sitting around a table worrying about policy. You know, they're worrying about how to grow their earnings and grow their company. Now, if, like I said, if regulations are less and taxation is less, that gives them more incentive to grow and hire more people. So I just want listeners to be calm out there and, um, you know, let people know that there is a real good outlook for the economy. And this could be a very bullish signal. And we could go into a secular bull market. You know, we've been in an eight-year bull market already, and that could continue. So I think that that's an exciting thing, and it's an exciting time in history. Interesting. And, you know, it really, uh, people let their emotions uh, run wild when it comes to the markets and investing and risk. And so I'm glad you brought that up. It really relates to what's going on with the election. Now, you mentioned some housing costs, especially yep. in retirement. And of course, you know, debt, we want to avoid going into debt, but a lot of people have mortgage payments or rent payments in retirement. And uh, there are additional expenses that go along with that in retirement. Maybe you could talk a little bit more about what those additional expenses related to housing might be for seniors. Yeah, this is actually a great topic for me because, you know, my parents are, are live, they live in Baltimore. They live there pretty much full time, but they bought a second home in Marco Island, Florida, I want to say over 20, maybe 21 years ago when it was actually still affordable to buy there, but they still own that second house and it's been a struggle for them to keep it. You know, they love going down there. They love the, you know, when it's 10 degrees in Baltimore, it's 81 degrees in Marco Island, Florida. And that's a great, um, you know, a great little retreat to have. However, the cost of ownership of more than one residence or even just having one residence in retirement can be extremely costly. Yeah. Um, so along with the obvious costs, like we talked about uh, a mortgage or rent payments, you know, retirees have to consider things like utilities. And I go back to the Mark and Island house and, you know, they've got a, a full-time person that runs the pool. 
of a full-time landscaper because it rains all the time and things grow there like crazy. It's almost in the Everglades, so you can imagine the upkeep. But then you have hurricane insurance, you have property taxes that are through the roof, uh, you have general maintenance and repairs, very expensive. And now if you live in Marco, every contractor thinks you're wealthy, so they charge you three times the amount <laughs> to fix anything. Yeah. And, and you know, you look at all that and you say, you know, is this really worth it? Is it really worth for me to maintain two properties or maybe even one property uh, that is just too big for you right now? Your kids are out of the house. You don't need 7,500 square foot on Lake Norman anymore. Uh, these are the things that, you know, listeners out there need to consider. Um, there's an article published by the U.S. News, and they went on to say that on average, retirees spend $3,411 annually just on utilities. Well, if you got a big house, it could be a lot more than that. Uh, other things that add to the housing costs, uh, mortgage interest charges, uh, that average is about $1,500 a year. Like I said, property taxes, you know, it averages $2,000. If, if you're in Marco Island, it could be eighteen to 20000 Wow. Now, that's just insanity, okay? I've been trying to tell yeah. my parents to sell this house for a long time. Uh, maintenance and insurance, and plus me, I love going down there, I do, but it's just cost prohibitive. Maintenance and insurance cost averages almost $1,700 a month. And then of course you have to furnish the place. That could be another $1,500 to $5,000. I mean, it depends upon your taste, but I can just tell you, maintaining a property is very, very costly. And uh, you know, you have to pay that whether you're using that property a lot of times or not using it. I mean, the, the property taxes are gonna come no matter what. So. These are the things we really want to get listeners to get their head around to decide. Because if, if you're spending all your money on those things, Tony, you can't put it in a retirement account. You can't grow it. You really can't invest it. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it, ma it makes perfect sense. And I, I think that it's good for our listeners out there to understand these points you're making. And to, uh, you know, I think a lot of people underestimate housing costs in retirement. And you make a great point. Now, what would you say are some of the more important things that people need to consider when it comes to their housing and retirement? Yeah, I think there are several things you need to think about in regards to your retirement housing. Uh, while this is an important decision for any retiree, I found it's best to avoid specific details of ownership uh, and rental opportunities and simply look at things from the big picture. Okay, so it helps to keep questions in your mind like, you know, what is your budget for renting or ownership net of taxes? Uh, do you view a home or condo as an investment opportunity or simply another cost of living? Because a lot of people, you know, even if you rent, you'll, I always tell people when we do an analysis, what's your net net cash flow? And if it's negative, it's not an asset. You know, assets put money in your pocket each month. Liabilities take money out of your uh, pocket each month. So if you have a second home or the home you're living in and it's costing an exorbitant amount just to stay there, that's a living cost. I mean, you could sell the asset itself, but if we had a negative downturn of the market, the real estate market, you could have negative equity. And we saw that in 2008, Tony. Do you remember that when the whole, almost all the beach property around the world, yeah. or especially the United yeah. States, I mean, stuff went up by you know 2,000% in four or five years and it came crashing right back down and people found themselves yep. upside down and they wound up foreclosing and giving their properties back to the bank. So, you know, these are the situations that you do not want to get your, your, um, yourself into in retirement. I mean, a retirement should be a time where you can focus on kids, grandkids, volunteer at your church, 
you know, not get leveraged up. And I see a lot of people that have this dream about a second house or a beach house or a mountain house. And that can seem like a great idea until you actually run the numbers and see if it actually makes sense. And in a lot of times, Tony, it does not make sense. You know, I, I even have yeah. one friend, he's a pretty wealthy guy. He owns a company here in Lake Norman and he could afford two or three or four second homes. But he's like, you know, when him and his CPA ran all the numbers down to the, the gritty details, he's like, John, I can go any, anywhere in the world and I can stay at the Ritz Carlton or the Four Seasons for the same amount of time I would use that second house live like a king, get all the amenities, and it's like a tenth of the cost. One-tenth versus owning it and having to pay real estate taxes and all the things we just talked about. So, you know, it just does not make sense a lot of times to own a second piece of property. Yeah. Yep. I, I think that's a good point. And, uh, you know, there are so many different investment options when it comes to real estate and housing, especially as you near or in retirement. This has been a great topic so far, and there's a lot more to cover, but we have to take a quick break here. John, is there anything you'd like to add for our listeners before we do? Yeah, you know, I think that when we give out our second opinions, we, we talk not only about stocks, bonds, you know, mutual funds, REITs, annuities, all these things are important, and so is real estate. And I think if you don't know uh, whether you have an actual cash flow property or not, you need to find that out. Is that benefiting you? Is that hurting you? Is that taken away from your actual retirement? So the only way that you can know that is come in and get a second opinion. Uh, anybody that gives us a call, we always give them a free copy of our book. We also run several free reports for them, like their Social Security Maximization Report and their Morningstar Report. So give us a call toll free at 1-855-260-7361. Again, 855-260-7361. 7361 or look us up on the web at www.letterANumeric4wealth, a4wealth.com. All right. Well, thank you so much, John. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies with John Balserac from A4 Wealth Advisors. Legacy. Even the word leaves a lasting impression. Legacy planning is an important piece of your financial puzzle and an important part of what you will leave behind for future generations. That is why we give our clients the From the Heart Journal and your guide to IRA and legacy planning. From the Heart Journal was created for the benefit of your family and loved ones. It will let you document and explore future financial wishes. The guide to IRA and legacy planning will help protect your retirement assets from mistakes. Both of these helpful resources are available in the Retirement Toolkit. This toolkit will give the information you need to help secure your retirement. To request your copy, all you need to do is visit our website at a4wealth.com or call us at A4 Wealth Advisors. That number is 888-949-7475. Get your copy today. And welcome back to Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host, the man with a plan, John Balserak. John, great show so far today. And you've been talking to us about housing and retirement, and you've been discussing retirement planning along with housing and some factors that our listeners out there need to consider when they're deciding where they want to live and, you know, really mapping out that retirement plan. All that has to be taken into consideration. I know you help your clients with that. 
And at the end of our last segment, you had a great uh, offer for our listeners to call you. And I know you're offering a complimentary consultation, no cost, no obligation. And what number do the listeners call for that? Yeah, they can call us toll free and 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We always have operators standing by. That number is 855-260-7361. Again, 855-260-7361. Well, John, since you pointed out that housing is one of the largest costs that retirees can face, are there any tips you have for retirees or things they can do to minimize that cost? Yeah, there are certainly things that will help significantly lower the cost of housing. Uh, You know, one of the simple options, and if you're able to do it, is to pay off your mortgage as soon as you can. Uh, You know, we like to see all of our clients be debt free. You know, when when people are debt-free, they just feel so much different. I mean, they have such a burden lifted off of them, you know, versus being in debt. And I've seen people in debt. Um, I know that my parents, they refied that mortgage down in Marco, and that's just been a burden to them. So uh, I wish they they just would sell it and get rid of it so they don't have that financial stress. You know, stress leads to so many other problems, health issues, you name it. But when you pay off the mortgage, not only does that eliminate the largest monthly bill you probably have, uh, but insurance, taxes, and maintenance costs uh, are likely only a fraction of the amount that you were paying just for your mortgage alone. So that just takes a a large uh, debt payment off the table. I know that uh, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, uh, that homeowners age 65 and older in Jacksonville, Florida, pay a median of about $1,300 in monthly housing costs if they have a mortgage, but only about $400 a month if they've paid off the home. So you can do the math. It's about $800 a month more. So avoid that if possible. And some say, well, hey, maybe I can't afford to pay off the mortgage. Well, look at your debt to income ratio and look at how you're living uh, you know, some people, unfortunately, Tony, and you, you probably experienced this, are living above their means. Yeah. And But, you know, living above your means, like I said, is stressful. Where I've got people that live beneath their means, they might not have a nice of house. It may not be in the mountains or on the water, but they're just as happy. And as a matter of fact, I think they're happier because they have no stress or a lot less stress. Uh, other things you can do is look to refinance, you know, get a lower interest rate. Um, there, you know, that's obviously because we're in a low interest rate environment. I do think, however, Tony, the Fed may start to raise interest rates probably in December. They're not going to go rip roaring up, but over time, they're steadily going to go up. So if you haven't refinanced now, could probably uh, be the, a really good time to do so. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I think that's great advice. So what other options are out there for people who want to lower their housing costs then in retirement? Another obvious, but oftentimes uh, necessary option to consider, and people don't like me to tell them this, but it's the downsize, you know? You got a 10,000 square foot McMansion on Lake Norman or up in Banner Elk or wherever you may be, uh, maybe you don't need that, you know? Get something smaller. And once your children grow up and move out, you don't need seven bedrooms anymore. Uh, right. you, don't need, you don't need to pay that HVAC or power bill each month to heat and cool all those rooms. Uh, you may not you know, want to take care of the property if it's just two of you. you know, I mean, taking care of some of these properties is a lot of work or you're going to pay a lot of, of money to have it maintained. 
So I think downsizing to a smaller living space can not only add significant funds to your retirement nest egg, but it also frees up your time. And you know, I think that that's the one asset class. We talk about A4 and the four asset classes. Time with your family is something you just can't get back. So that's a very important asset class. You know, if it's, let me, mm-hmm. let me see, let me go cut this, uh, you know, several thousand square foot lawn or go spend time with my grandkids. And this is a no brainer, yeah. right? But people yeah. do that, you know? So no, no more mowing the grass, no more cleaning out their garage. Uh, you know, those are things that, listen, you don't need to be doing that. You can focus on what your real goals and dreams are. And that's typically, you know, volunteering at your church or spending time with your family. You know, watching the Minnesota Vikings lose to the Carolina Panthers. Oh, oh, ouch. No, that's not going to happen. Maybe not this year, Tony. <laughs> not, well, n- not, maybe not this year. There's always next year. So uh, besides downsizing, are there other options? Um, yeah, there are. I think another option to save money on housing and retirement is to consider relocating. Uh, you know, some markets are very, very expensive. If you live in the Northeast, very expensive. If you live in California, almost anywhere, very expensive. Uh, You know, downtown is typically more expensive than suburbs. Uh, But there's a lot of little nice places. Like, you know, we have an office up in Hendersonville. And, you know, that's a nice little area. And the cost of living is very reasonable. So there's a lot of times you can go online or Google it and do some searching and find out where they have these little cute, quaint communities with a lot of uh, stuff to do. A lot of activity as far as retirement communities are concerned and amenities and the cost of living is very very reasonable so you need to do your homework and look where the cost of living is is a, is a lot cheaper so I mean I know a lot of people that have you know moved from New York and they sold a two million dollar house and bought a house down here that was twice as big for a third of the cost um, and of course, I wouldn't advise them to buy a house twice as big, but you know, understand right. the moral of the story that you know you could sell up there and make a mint and move, you know, somewhere maybe down here in the southeast. So there's just uh, you know that makes a lot of sense. You know, if you want to be closer to kids or grandkids, that makes a lot of sense. And if you can downside your cost of living, it makes a lot of sense. You know, some people choose not to do that, but man, I'll tell you, some places in the country, it's just prohibitive unless you're just a, a multimillionaire to be able to afford to live there. Yeah. Now, we've already gone through some of the strategies for lowering the costs. Are there any other suggestions you have for our listeners out there today? Yeah. Uh, another option uh, that can be beneficial for retirees age 62 and older is a reverse mortgage. And, you know, a lot has changed with reverse mortgages over the years. It's almost like annuities. If you use the word annuity 10, 15 years ago, people used to cringe. But listen, annuities have come a long way. And so have reverse mortgages. And, you know, the simple truth of the matter is that I've met a lot of people in Hendersonville and uh, all over North Carolina. They have a $2 million house or a million dollar house up in the mountains. Beautiful. But they really don't have enough money in their nest egg to live off of. And they may not have any children or, or heirs. Well, they can turn that home equity into a lifetime income payment for them, okay? Basically using your home equity to pay for your retirement expenses, and the last borrower has to pay that loan off, okay? So it's, a, it's very important to consider the fees uh, that go into a reverse mortgage 
And if you move or sell the home, the loan has to be paid off, okay? You also have to pay your income taxes. You have to maintain the property. You know, that's the only way that you can really lose it if you don't pay. But if you don't pay your income taxes while you have a mortgage or maintain your property, via the HOA, they could take your house too. So, sure. you know, reverse mortgages could be really good for the right person. And like every financial product, honey, they're not right for everybody. So you, again, you just don't know until you get a second opinion. But I've seen where getting a reverse mortgage for a few select clients was really a great thing for them. I mean, it gave them more than ample income. Uh, they weren't worried about leaving the house to any children. Their children were financially independent. And it gave them an, a great quality of life. And I think that, you know, why suffer if you can turn that home equity into money that you need yeah. and, and, and really have a good quality of life? So sure. that is another thing that I think that people out there should consider and, you know, meet with a qualified, uh, trusted advisor that can give you the advice that you need to make the right decisions. Right. And that's the key right there, because uh, obviously these types of mortgages are not for every situation and not for everybody. It depends on your situation and where you're at with your house and how much you owe. There are a lot of factors that go into it, aren't there? There are a ton. There are a ton of factors, whether it makes sense or not. But a lot of times you can take an application and you can get all the hard numbers before you make a decision. You know, you may have to pay an appraisal fee and some nominal fees just to find out if it's right for you. And let me tell you, right. that's, wor that's worth finding out, okay? Oh, yeah, but if you sure. Work, you know, work with a, an advisor that's got a fiduciary responsibility like we do at A4 Wealth, and we'll walk down that road and see if it's right for you. Yeah, and that's I'm glad you mentioned fiduciary responsibility because that means uh, you have a, a really a legal responsibility to do what's in your client's best interest. So if something isn't right for them, like a reverse mortgage or some type of insurance or, you know, wh whatever it is you're working with them on to maximize their social security, you really dig in and look at their specific situation. There aren't, there's no cookie cutter approach with you, right? Never, never. You know, every, every client or prospective clients, like a thumbprint, they're all going to be different. And, you know, having a fiduciary responsibility, you know, you're legally required to put the client's best interest in all aspects of the, of the planning relationship, whether it's insurance, investments, mortgages, whatever that we, we do to help our clients. So we're going to look out for you. And, it, and if it's not for you, we're going to tell you it's not for you. Uh, right. But if it's a good choice and a best interest choice and it gives you the lifestyle and, the, and it's going to meet your goals, we're going to tell you that, too. So that is definitely another thing you should consider. Again, a reverse mortgage, not for everybody, but could be really good for, for certain people out there. The last suggestion I would say, Tony, I've seen a lot of people where they actually share their living, uh, their living space. They find themselves living alone. They might have a roommate, a spouse may pass away, and that gives them company and it helps offset their expenses. You know, that might not always work for everybody. Right. But you know, the whole idea of our show is to give listeners ideas. But I've seen where that can be beneficial for both parties financially, emotionally. Uh, you know, they can negotiate who's responsible for what, and it's almost like a partnership, you know. So uh, I've seen where that works. But you really do need to look at, you know, your bottom line. And, and the housing expenses that a lot of people face today is very, very expensive, what they're paying. So if you don't have a huge portfolio, you know, that you're really, really hurting yourself in the long run if you can't sustain that. Yeah. Find find a, another solution that's sustainable, 
that's yeah. predictable. It's not going to put you in a, in a position where you're highly leveraged or, or stressed out. For sure. Well, I think this has been a great discussion, but we're out of time for today's show. Uh, is there anything you want to add before we go? Uh, why don't you let the listeners know how they can get a hold of you? Yeah, you know, for all listeners out there, just remember, we're going to weigh the pros and the cons for each and every one of you and whether it makes sense to stay in your house or sell your house or downsize or rent, all of these options. And it can be difficult to make a decision. So let us do the heavy lifting for you. Give us a call toll free at 855-260-7361. You can also look us up on the web at www.a4, letter A numeric for wealth.com. We've got a whole learning library on there, but get a second opinion. It is so invaluable for your financial future and to make sure that you can hit all your retirement goals. All right. Well, thanks, John. And listeners, thanks for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies with our host, John Balserac from A4 Wealth Advisors. Thank you for listening to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact John Balserac of A4 Wealth Advisors. Call 888-949-7475 or visit their website at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. John Balserzak and A4 Wealth Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 